You're listening to the Junto Podcast, a podcast about leadership, faith, community, and pretty much anything else that you want to talk about. Visit us at www.juntopodcast.com. That's J-U-N-T-O podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. Shattered, angry, numb, wounded, broken, all emotions that we could feel when a boundary in our life has been crossed by someone that we're in relationship with. Let's talk about it today and jump in on the Junto podcast. Heather, episode 67, here we are. How are you today? How are you feeling? Good, doing good. Ready to talk about our experiences with relationship betrayal. Wow, I know. it. it when you use the word betrayal, it uh, it's pretty heavy. It's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the reality of it is, is that in relationships, whether it's in direct relationships with spouse, uh, friends, could be someone even at church, a pastoral relationship, mm-hmm. we all can experience what it means to have a boundary crossed. And how do we come back from that? How do we not let that get to us and hold us down. And before we get too far, this episode 67 is brought to you by Called to Grow, a local organization here who does amazing work. They do great, uh, yes. And I think you got a little mission statement. I do. Uh, I've got their mission statement. At Called to Grow, our mission is to cultivate thriving communities by restoring individuals and families. Wow. Awesome. So Love very, that. yeah, very fitting Love that, that. there are podcast sponsor today. So thank you, Called to Grow. Yes. Go follow their page, give them a like and a mm-hmm. shout out, and follow mm-hmm. what they've got going on yeah. in our community. So, yeah, boundaries. Come yeah. on. We've all kind of experienced hurt uh, right. on maybe on, on all sorts of levels. Yeah, multiple all levels. sorts of people. Right. And I did want to start off with some hope. Because mm. we're going to talk about here in a little bit how to set those boundaries. Some people don't know how to set them. How do That's I even exactly begin right. to try to at least prevent this from happening or keep this from happening again? Or to at least uh, arm myself, arm ourselves with the tools to set those boundaries. So we're going to talk about that. But first, Amen. we're going to go to the Word. This is Psalm 2710. Love it. And if anyone's been hurt, anyone. That's everyone. Um, This will bring you hope. Says, even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Wow. So that's good stuff. Even if you feel alone in this world, there's always hope. The Lord is there waiting on you, waiting to comfort you and hold you. So, yeah, very comforting. And A lot of the information that we're going to be talking about today is coming from the Christian Counseling uh, publication. Now, keep in mind, I think Mm -hmm. I've mentioned this multiple times on our show, but I do have uh, Bible counseling certification. So these are correspondences we get that really are very relevant to things that are going on in the world. And Mm -hmm. uh, this really spoke to me uh, in terms of boundaries. I'm actually going to share, I think both of us probably will share some personal experiences that we've had, uh, whether we're the one that's crossed a boundary or we've had to, uh, you know, get healing from. I'm sure both and for everybody. Yeah, We've all been offenders and been offended. So, yeah. So a lot of the reading material uh, and the the how-to steps that we're going to be going over today are going to be coming from that publication. So really, really useful stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So let's jump right in. Uh, First of all, 
you know, I opened this up and I said shattered, angry, numb, raw, broken. These are all kind of things that you may have experienced. Uh, And just to read from the particular publication, it says, when a trusted person blatantly disregards my needs or abuses my trust to harm me, it has profound impact. And today we're going to give you three steps. If that's you, if it's have you've experienced something that's had a profound impact on your life, we're hopefully going to provide three boundaries that you can implement in your own life to help you get healing and to kind of set those boundaries in your life so yeah. that they may not happen again. Right. Yeah, that's good. It's good. This is, this is good information today. Um, we've all been hurt, like we said before. We've all probably been the ones to um, hurt someone else. Yeah. And it's one thing when a stranger, someone who really doesn't know you for who you are, hurts you or offends us, but when it comes from a loved one where there is supposed to be safety and respect and there's, you know, a long relationship of where we've, we've had this, um, we've had this bond and now this bond is a little, there's a crack in it or it's shattered or different levels of hurt and offense. So we'll talk about some of those as well. Well, and that is so, so good. On the opening page here, it's it's crazy uh, because when we're talking about self and identity and our view of love, it says this. It says, my view of self and how relationships work is constructed in the context of dynamic interactions with the people to whom I am closest. These reciprocal interactions with others imprint a model in my heart for what love is, which is called my attachment style. Now it goes on to say, those experiences shape the answers to two essential questions. Number one, am I worthy of love? Mm. And number two, are others Answer capable yes. of loving me? Wow. So wow. Answer is yes to both of those. Isn't that crazy though? But that's what our minds, that's where our minds go. Like, what's wrong with me? Why did this happen to me? What did I do to deserve this? Or what did I do that made this person do this to me? Yeah, definitely. I've had those questions before. Well, yeah. And then it goes on down to say that even this is so uh, tied closely to mental health. Mm. This aspect right. of boundaries and being hurt. And mm-hmm. so uh, if that's you, if you've been hurt, and I think every single one of us mm. watching or listening can answer, yes, that's me. Right. Let's, let's really listen uh, to this stuff. And I, I pray that this provides some encouragement, maybe mm-hmm. some how-to steps for you. And we're just going to yeah. continue to dive right in. Well, this may even help someone who has... Uh, relationship with someone and that person has already set up those boundaries and you're yeah. wondering what what is what, why do why are you staying away from me wow. why are they staying away from their family why are they setting these boundaries what is the purpose maybe this will enlighten and you know shed some light on on some of that um yeah that's extremely wise yeah you know uh it's one thing to set a boundary but to actually you know, follow through with the boundaries you set. That's mm-hmm. a whole nother thing there. So right, yeah, it's right. Sticking to a very it. good point that you mentioned there. So yeah. what do you got for us? Yeah. So first of all, what is a boundary and mm. the importance? A boundary is a protective wall within the self and between people. So 
two levels there. Right. Boundary within yourself and then between others. Wow, that's really good. So it's important to know the difference there. Boundaries serve to define who I am and who I am not and show where I end and someone else begins. They help me know what I am to take responsibility for in the past and also in moving forward. Wow, that's really good. Which is key to the healing process, right? Absolutely. Remembering the past and moving forward. Well, and I love it because just a little bit further down, it goes on to say that boundaries are both protective and liberating at the same time. Yes. So, you know, it gives the analogy of you have a kid and you got a big backyard and maybe that backyard is near a road or something dangerous and there's no fence there. There's no protective boundary. And even the child themselves may not feel safe because they don't feel like they can truly explore, but it goes on Mm -hmm. to say that if you add that protective boundary, that the child in that scenario would be more liberated, more free to explore and would feel safer in that environment to really just enjoy his or her own space. So I I think that using that analogy, we can kind of see maybe maybe there are some fences that we have to put up in our own lives to protect ourselves. And you know what? Maybe there are some that need to come down as well. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole nother thing. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, After being hurt, folks tend to live some live in fear of, okay, I don't want this happening again. But then they don't know how to move forward and enjoy life and learn to trust others because wow. they've had this yeah. happen to them. And so that fear, so yeah, boundaries, setting up that fence or that boundary helps to helps that moving forward process. Yeah. And having relationship with others or relationship with that same person or persons, again, you know, you've heard forgive and forget well you forgive don't it's hard to forget at times and sometimes we're not called to forget because we're called to have discernment and learn from our past so yeah sometimes yeah that's huge (laughs) i know i know this is a little bit of uh, a heavier topic if you will you know we've come out of a couple of real good practical things talking about finance and and managing life and and being good at that stuff but these are these are really important things to realize you know as you're walking into 2024 we're still at the the beginning of this year and maybe there are things that God is wanting to shed from you and maybe this is the year where you really recognize boundaries. And I just want to be transparent myself because, you know, we're talking a lot about counselors and a lot of this Mm -hmm. material specifically talks. uh, It's for the counselor, you know, it gives them knowledge on how to deal with with broken people that come and they, they need advice and they need help and they just need someone to talk to. But just being transparent, you know, there are there have been seasons in my life where I've overstepped boundaries and I've had to really step back. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that I, I see a counselor as well. One of the first things you learn when you get Bible counseling mm-hmm. certifications or any type of certification that has to do with counseling, they tell you counselors need counselors too. You, right. you know, it's one well, of the primary need, things they, they say. Yeah. You can't counsel if you're not in a good spot. So, Right. So just working through some of this stuff personally, it really, it really kind of speaks to me. And then just Mm -hmm. being, being able to, to realize and audit 
my own self and be introspective and go, man, Mm -hmm. where does all this come from? A lot of times there's a little bit of a deeper issue and we're going to get to that in just a second. But did you have anything to add to that? Well, uh, I'm sure I'm (laughs) both uh, offender and offended. Well, I know. Yeah. Uh, But sometimes being aware of those times. Sometimes we don't want to hear the truth that we've offended mm. someone wow. or we want to say, well, what's wrong with them? Why did they get offended at that? Why is someone offended at that? You know, we're all different and things hit us differently. So being open to the fact that, hey, yeah, you've been offended, but you probably have also offended someone. So just yeah. that goes back to our um, self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Self, we being self-aware. That. That's it. Of, what do we do here? What is this podcast? Yeah. Our message, our number, or whatever that was. Um, self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are actually two sets of boundaries that we are going to talk about, the boundaries within and the boundaries between. Wow. And so there are a few steps under each one. So the first one that we're going to talk about are the boundaries that we set within. Okay. And there are three steps for that. So... Essentially, the boundaries within. I need the ability to define myself as separate from what happened to me. Wow. That that one line alone mm-hmm. is heavy. I, Lots I, of folks get stuck there. They can't they get past can't. that. That's it. I need to define myself. Or it, it, let, Just to read, it says the first boundary I need is the ability to define myself mm-hmm. as separate from what happened to me. We see this time and time again. And guys, we're not talking about something that recently happened. There are people who have not been able to move on in their lives. You're talking about for years because maybe a traumatic event happened in their lives by someone they loved and trusted, Mm -hmm. and they're unable to separate the event from who they are. Their identity, in other words, Mm -hmm. is wrapped up in what happened to them. And that's heavy. It's defined them for years Exactly. Yeah, that's hard. Uh, Being able to say, no, that was wrong. No, this is not what I needed. And no, that's not what I deserved. Mm. It's crucial in redefining your sense of self. Wow. So that's pretty heavy. It is. pretty heavy. Being able to look at that thing and and Mm -hmm. saying, this happened to me, but this is not who I am. Mm-mm. And if you're listening, gosh, and, and this is you, I, I just I want you to think about that. Being able to say, no, that was wrong. Mm-hmm. No, that is not what I needed. And no, that is not what I deserved. And that is crucial in reclaiming your voice and redefining your sense of self. And again, we've done, you know, everything we do is from a perspective of faith. And when it comes to identity, you know, our identity is in Christ. And that means that those things that maybe we've done or that have been done to us, mm-hmm. that when we ask for forgiveness, that God uh, can separate those things. And yes, they'll continue to be a part of our journey, but they right. don't define uh, they don't define who we are. Right. Or keep us in fear and right. keep us from moving forward, progressing in life. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good stuff. So the second boundary, if you want to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I'll I'll go into that. The second boundary I must reclaim involves taking responsibility for my own protection and self-care. 
Wow. Though I may love the person who hurt me, it is also vital to establish internal boundaries which limit my exposure to him or her. Remember we talked about that? Some people stay away from their families when there's a toxic situation. Yeah, wow. You know, relationship, we could go on and on. I value myself and will not be put in a position where I can be harmed again. Wow, wow. So that is step number two. Step number two. So the first was reclaiming your voice, Mm -hmm. being able to realize what happened to you is not who you are, it's identity. The second Mm -hmm. is being able to distance yourself and to to put those boundaries in place to where you say, you know what, I'm not going to allow myself... uh, to be in this position again. Mm-hmm. And these are hard right. things to do, right? I mean, oh, I know yeah, we can read definitely. them and we're talking about it, but uh, they're they're challenging. They're mm-hmm. challenging. Yeah, they are. Definitely, especially if, like we said, it's someone that you love, parents, spouse. Yeah, you know, absolutely. this is a situation that has so many layers and you don't, you can't, sometimes you can't just cut people off. Yeah. There are times when you can, you cut them <laughs> off. This is never happening again. You're out of my life. Right. Get out of here. Other times there has, there's, um, there's a, a, uh, gosh, I can't even think of the word. Yeah. There's stuff that you got to go through. It yeah. takes time. That's right. Lots of time and, uh, communication and working together it's like spouses, you know, say, okay, you want and done. You hurt me. We're getting a divorce. Wow. Well, and you know, those are, those are so difficult because, you know, in, in a Christian marriage, your, your, your marriage is a covenant and it's, it's like, even if you feel like in the moment of emotion, you're like, you got all these emotions and Mm -hmm. you can't stand the other one. And uh, they really hurt it. You know, you go back to that covenant relationship, but it doesn't, it doesn't make the process doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Right. You have that awareness. Right. Now, I think it does make it easier mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you can filter the other person through the lens of grace and Christ, and you can have a little bit more mercy and understanding, uh, but there's still the process that you have to walk through. And I, going back to kind of one of the things I was talking about, I... It's been it's been some time, but when I was going through a season in my life just not too long ago, I was meeting with a counselor, and she recommended this book. It's Boundaries for the Soul, and I'm going to put it. I'll put the screenshot uh, where you can see it better on the screen. But it it's really a model uh, through what's called Internal Family Systems (IFS). It's apparently IFS is a very very popular form of family counseling and this basically just takes that model and puts it into a Christian perspective and what what is unique about it without going into all the books some of it can be a little bit you're like oh what am I reading you know it can be a little bit uh, complex yeah, you have to be you have to pay attention and really relate it to yourself while reading it so that it makes sense you, you do but one of the easy, easier things from the reading to understand that it talks about there are three parts of of us or our personality if you will when it comes to emotions and boundaries in fact this book is called boundaries for your soul it's a kind of a spin-off a very popular book by henry cloud called boundaries and that book is is formulated to put boundaries between you and others, but this book is talking about boundaries for your own soul. And one of the things it talks about is that there are three parts of us. One, there are managers. 
Managers are protectors that strive to keep you emotionally safe and prevent more vulnerable parts of you from experiencing harm. So think about that. You got this part of you that when you've been hurt, uh, you have a manager side of your, your psyche, if you will, that wants to kind of protect you and manage those emotions. And then it has a second part. It, they're called firefighters. Now think about that. What do firefighters do? They put out fires, mm-hmm. right? right? Well, the firefighters are basically the parts of your life that when you're hurting, these uh they're a category of protectors, and basically what they do is they're there to minimize your suffering. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to suffer, right? right. Suffering sucks. Mm-hmm. If we can eliminate that, that's what we're going to do. But firefighters, as their name suggests, try to extinguish pain after it occurs. These impulsive parts indulge in a lot of whatever feels good, distracting you and tricking you, tricking you into believing you're handling life well. So firefighters can actually just cause you to ignore it and substitute it with something else right. instead of actually dealing with it. Yeah. And then the third are called exiles. And basically what that is is that we often deny parts of ourselves in the process. We've all experienced some brokenness that we cannot fix, some sadness that we can't undo. We try to forget emotional wounds. And so what do we do? We exile those feelings. We just push them to the side because it's easier never to deal with those things again. And keep in mind, we're talking about setting boundaries. And in short, what, what this book suggests is not to do away with any of those emotions, but it talks about a spirit-led self. And what it's saying to do is that when you do experience emotions, maybe a firefighter emotion or a manager or an exile, that you bring those into the counsel and authority of Christ into the spirit-led self. And I know that sounds a little complex, but basically, why am I why am I angry? God, I give you this. Help me understand why I'm angry. Why am I sad? Why am I depressed? Lord, I give that to you. Um, and so that's what it's, I think it's relevant when we're talking about these boundaries to learn that through this process, we give everything to God. Got you. That's and help stuff. him, you know, it's not that we do away with the emotions, but we right. learn how to deal with them right. through 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 the spirit. Power Instead of, the spirit. of just pushing them down That's further it. and further and sticking That's your right. head in the sand and thinking they'll go away when then they don't. It's just a big <laughs> comes out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not expecting it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Thought I'll Appreciate add a little that. something to the yeah, to the I combo like there. I like for that. sure. Yeah. Good deal. And we'll put the link and all that in there for that. Absolutely. If you want to pick up this book, it was recommended and it's been, it's been a good read, been a good read. It's good stuff. Um, So within the boundaries or boundaries within talking about that, uh, we were at the third step. So the third internal boundary is forgiveness. Wow. The process of releasing my right to get back at the person who harmed me. How often do we want revenge oh my and you gosh. want to make someone feel the way they made you feel, right? Well, yeah. Right? So, gosh. but is that our responsibility to do that? Well, no, it's not. And will it help us? Right. You know, like Or do thing, further harm. Right. That's yes. just it. Further, so we yeah. end up getting hurt and then we do something stupid. It just makes So not only do we have the hurt from being yeah. hurt, but now we have the extra guilt and shame mm-hmm. from from doing the thing yes. that we wanted to, yes. to get revenge on. So right. I know that's tough. It is. So we acknowledge our anger about what happened. 
Um, but we also need to separate ourselves from having to carry around that anger if we hold wow. on to it. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we're like, no, I want, I want it. I want that anger. I want to be angry. You're not going to take that away from me. Yeah, but this is mine. Yeah. Yes, it does more harm than good on us and not even the other person. Wow. Most of the time. I need to forgive the offender even if I decide never to have contact with him or her again. Wow. Woo. Yeah. It's heavy stuff. That's hard stuff. That's hard stuff. It's deep stuff. And, Man. you know, when we think about it, though, I, I think about that scripture where I think it's in Psalms uh, or Proverbs. It's just talking about how God has removed our sin as far as the east is from the west. Mm-hmm. In other words, gosh, when we think about how we have failed God and how we're not even worthy of God's love and to think that the the analogy used there is he's removed or cast our mm-hmm. sin as far as the east is from the west mm-hmm. and that's an unfathomable distance honestly you know right. and to think so we are capable and then what does the scripture say how many times am i supposed to forgive mm-hmm. my brother 70 mm-hmm. times 7 that's not a specific number but it's it's just uh, an analogy basically saying you you don't stop forgiving yeah. Even if it hurts. And even know. if they don't deserve the forgiveness or want it. Right. You still forgive. It's for you. It's That's, for you. Boom. Right. That's exactly. I mean, you right. take, you, you do it yeah. uh, for you. So yeah. it's, it's really good. I hope, mm-hmm. I hope you're getting something out of this. I hope you're encouraged. Uh, I know this isn't as simple as, uh, you know, looking at not ways one, two, to three. Yeah. Well, one, two, yeah. three. Simple. No, it's not. <laughs> We're talking about some deep yeah. issues here, but right. nonetheless. Nonetheless, I think we always talk about mind, body, and spirit. And if we're going to be whole individuals, then, uh, you know, there are parts, these are parts of our lives that we're going to have to to deal with. And I, I just want to encourage you to go through this process, give it to God, you know, pray, yeah. uh, do what you need to do to get that relationship. Mm-hmm. Primarily, that needs to be your primary thing. But then let let God uh, deal in these relationships. And yes, I'm losing my voice. I've been a little bit sick, but, uh, yeah, we're here for you guys. Nonetheless. All right. Yes. Yes. Uh, forgiveness is a progression and it begins by accurately naming the wrong inflicted upon me. And so we're always talking about hope and I wanted to give this another scripture, um, to shed some light on this Hebrews 12, two, I must lean on Jesus who has carried the burden of my hurt, anger, shame, and even the sin of the offender to Calvary. All wow. of it takes it all. Yeah. And that's reassuring. Very much so. And forgiveness is not mean forgetting. I know I said that earlier, but nor does it mean trusting those who have harmed us. But it empowers us to move forward with our lives, reinforced by the one, capital yes. O, who lay down his life to protect and set us free. Yes. And that brings us to the next level. We talked about boundaries within. That's this right. is boundaries between. Boundaries this between. This is with, with our people, with maybe not our people, strangers, but with people, others. That's right. Um, so considering restoration, I must create a safe space separate from the person who hurt me. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first fundamental boundary will limit my exposure to the confusion or pressure that may come from the offender while my healing process gets underway. Yeah. So you have to create that safe space separate from that person. That's right. That hurts you. 
Goodness gracious. And that's hard. That's very hard. That you is know, hard to do. Especially when you're talking about intimate relationships like that mm-hmm. of a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that you, in some cases, that you, you know, move out. Although there are times where you might. And it, it yeah. the second boundary, actually. Uh, so this is a second boundary for boundary between. But it says the second boundary involves accurately discerning whether the offender is suitable for restoration. It is not a given that closeness should be restored. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, depending on the offense, you have to judge. You have to calculate and say, you know, is this person, are they ready? (laughs) You know, are they capable? Mm -hmm. Uh, Right. You know, are they suitable for my restoration now? Um, So these are... Very hard things. It says, I may feel ready to re-engage after making progress in my personal work of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's that's something that you still will need to assess mm-hmm. and really think about. So, yeah. And I wanted to give some of these, you talk about assess, Please. some of these questions yeah. that will help. Because this is something that you need. You need help. You need advice. Like, how do we know? Right. How, how do, do we, we know, know if, if that ready? person is yeah. genuinely... Going through the repentance process, do they deserve wow. forgiveness or are they just like, eh, whatever, I yeah, hurt you. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So here are some questions. Is the offender genuinely remorseful for the harm caused wow. or merely sorry about being caught? Goodness. Two different things Two there. different things, yo. Is the offender capable of empathizing with another person's feelings? Or are they just in their own world and care just solely about about themselves? themselves. Does the offender have emotional regulation skills? Is the offender investing in treatment and making progress in developing emotional regulation skills? Is this person trying to change and prevent that from happening again? Do they really care? Did it even matter? Do they care? Right. Is the offender willing to commit to a process of rebuilding trust by taking ownership for his or her role in creating the wound while also contributing to the healing process. Contributing to the healing process. So there are some questions to ponder, to ask, to seek answers for. Absolutely. You're walking through, you know, maybe you're in that state of being, creating boundaries right now. You've been hurt and it involves another person, person close Mm -hmm. to you. Ask these Mm -hmm. questions. These are guidelines. Yeah. You know, we're, this is these are practical steps. Mm-hmm. This is probably uh, yes. that you could absolutely use when trying to make those determinations. So Definitely. I really like that. I really like mm-hmm. that. So the third boundary involves regulating the pacing and tempo of the restoration work. It is essential to determine whether emotional safety can be created and maintained within the restoration process. Yes. Wow. So very good things. Remember, we had yep. three in each category. The first was uh, the boundaries within. That's reassessing what's going on inside. And then it moved outward to the boundaries between. That's between the relationship that you are needing to put those boundaries in place for. So uh, very, very good things. I know this is a little bit heavy, but... Um, the reality of it is, guys, is that anytime you're in a relationship, there is the ability or capacity to be offended at the minimum. It could, it could right. go beyond an offense. It could be like a real bad transgression. But at the minimum, mm-hmm. there is the capability to be offended in church. Come on. Uh, 
you can be offended at their pastor. Maybe it's right. uh, church members that you're doing life with. Mm-hmm. You didn't think they did something the right way. A mm-hmm. coworker. Maybe you feel like you got thrown under the bus for some reason and you're having to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Remember, mm-hmm. all of these things can bring up some heavy, heavy emotions. What do you do when you feel like, I, I, I don't know about you, but when somebody makes me mad, I'm done. You like, I'm write done with you. You're like, that's it. I'm that's done. it. Cut I'm them done. Off. Get out of here. Yeah. Most important thing that I think everyone should remember about this is not to isolate mm, this. We are really we are not put here to do this thing called life by ourselves. This is some this is some heavy stuff. This is some, you need someone. Right. I don't know, you know, friend, pastor, a counselor, like you talked about, we all need counseling. Someone not someone professionally trained who has skills and has these practical steps that can help you through this process. That's right. It's hard. Do not do it by yourself. Don't isolate. Do not. The Lord put us here for each other, and that's what we need to do. That's it. Seek help and help others. If you've been through this and you've learned how to set those boundaries, hey, you have a testimony. Share that with someone who's going through it. Well, and uh, gosh, you just don't know how good you feel when you talk to somebody. Right. Just letting it out. Just getting letting it from it out. here and here. Oh, my out. gosh. Whether they provide you practical solutions or not, just the ability. Just the ear. Yes. Just, just to be ear. able to express and talk about that. I encourage you guys, if you don't have anyone in your life, mom called me just the other day and she had uh, something she was dealing with. And when she was done with the conversation, she said, how much do I owe you? Because it just felt good. She was making a joke. Right. In other words, just saying, you know, it just felt good to be able to get that mm-hmm. out and have somebody listen and to give yeah. a little feedback. So step one, man, hey, if that's all you can do is find somebody that you trust mm-hmm. that, you know, is not going to lead you astray. You can't tell everybody everything. You got to be selective. Right, find right. somebody who's got wisdom and, and discernment and let them pour into your life and at the very minimum just be able to listen to what what's on your heart so very important right yes good stuff i feel better myself you feel good don't you feel good all right (laughs) good deal yeah well i i hope this was an encouragement to you it's probably a little bit shorter than ones we've done but contemplate on that think about those boundaries that are within Think about those boundaries that are between you and others and ask God to come into that situation. Begin to heal and work in those areas of your life. And remember, you are not what happened to you. Amen. It might have happened to you, but that doesn't define who you are. That was just a season. So give that thing to God. And I believe with all my heart that you can get the healing you're looking for. Amen. Be blessed. We'll see you next time on the Junto Podcast. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Junto Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find our link to YouTube and social media at juntopodcast.com. Remember to subscribe, like, and follow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.